0: This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I am sheltering in place across the border, Roland and Taylor, 20 billion neurons. We are going to talk about artificial intelligence. We're going to talk about the Halo sector turning into a first mover instead of a last mover in technology. And that is going to start today. So, Roland, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. So, why don't you talk about, uh, you know, from a scientific background, you know, where you see the opportunity and, you know, why you're, you're, you're putting this technology into our sector. And then we'll talk about Taylor on the biz dev side. Uh, and we'll uh, hopefully give people a, a crash course in, uh, in AI so they can uh, talk about it in the club without uh, being shy about, you know, us using some new uh, acronyms that they don't want to talk about.
1: Sounds good. Um, just a quick question. Is this visual and I can share my screen?
0: Uh, well it's audio so if you want to share your screen it'll only be for the four of us so,
1: so it's going to be yeah. pretty much hopeless um, you know I mean Dave why don't we do uh, you want to do
0: the first video one we, we, we could do it yeah I mean there's Go one or two it. up on,
2: on YouTube already so we could put this on YouTube sure is that right Okay. Yeah.
1: why don't we do a special one so <laughs> yeah. well, you know I dress
0: up down. and all I shower, shower today that's right. <laughs> all right. So let's do this. Let's uh, let's not edit this at all. Let me do my redo so people can hear. We are doing our first Halo Talks video live that will be on replay. And Roland is going to share his screen from Toronto and I am on a high speed network. So hopefully this works well.
1: <laughs>
0: and for all of our viewers out there, which uh, I'm sure will crack at least a couple hundred on this. David Gannell is prepared for this audio podcast with new haircut. Thank you. Now Thank turned you into a video, video one. Lucky uh, me.
1: All right. <laughs> cool. All right. So a little bit of background. Um, I have been in AI, artificial intelligence, for pretty much all of my career, for some 20 plus years. And I've been dabbling in various industry jobs. Uh, last, before I joined and co-founded this company, I was a an assistant professor at University of Montreal. And... Uh, Artificial intelligence, the reason I was working on it was because it meant always this for me. It uh, meant giving everybody a C3PO or R2D2 or other kind of companion that's around, that understands you, that can provide value by just being a companion that's there for you and can help you that way. Sees you, sees when you're approaching it, sees that you're smiling at it or walking away from it, etc. Um, that's not really what the vast majority of industry insiders typically think of when they when they say artificial intelligence. Well, What's resonates kind of- with me.
0: I'm like a huge Star Wars fan. So you, if there you, you want to go. Just, if there you, you want go. to just keep that photo up the whole time, we can riff <laughs> from there. That's totally cool with me.
1: That sounds good. So, what the vast majority <laughs> thinks is more like this: it's like pick and place uh, manufacturing, superhuman, super efficient capabilities that optimize processes in the industry and so on. Is that stuff.
0: red bean pie or what is that?
1: Uh, I think it's croissants or something. Oh, okay. Not right. sure. <laughs> Um, it's either though, right? So this is what the focus has been for so long. And it's not really what I felt like I, I want to do with my life and, and why I'm here in this area, why I'm doing this deep tech kind of stuff. And so we've always been dreaming about uh, building your companions, get everybody a C3PO uh, and get, uh, get them to provide value at your home and being a companion to you. At some point during my my career, I realized there is a way to to do this, a very specific way. It's around sourcing data and training networks in a certain way and so on. I said, okay, screw it. I'm just going to co-found this company with a bunch of friends and uh, we're just going to get at it and see where we're going to land and how far we're going to get. And the latest outgrowth of this is Fitness Ally, which is the app that we launched in the App Store literally three months ago. Cool. You want me to continue?
0: Yeah, pull it up. Gosh. I mean, if you want to, yeah. I mean, we're doing a video, so might as well you know if you want to pull up a screenshot. I
1: don't, unfortunately. Sorry. That's all I was asking for. That's all I had in mind. You just um, want to give me a C3PO I'm and some so red good. bean pies, or that's it, got more from it? That's that's <laughs> it. You can't expect <laughs> any more from me today. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, let's talk about it. so let's talk about it. so you just launched it up on the um, uh, on the app store. And um, you know, what kind of receptivity are you getting? And is it direct to consumer? I try to partner up with health clubs directly, you know, what's the business strategy or maybe we toss it over to Taylor and have him give his background and, and, uh, join, join the conversation with us here Taylor. Sure. Uh, well, yeah,
2: thank you for having me. Um, my background has been in the fitness space. Uh, I've been a personal trainer, um, but also have been in the it space more on the business side. So solutioning stuff like that. um, And it was actually really cool for me because I am super into the tech side and had been like, why is there not a better form identifier for people who can't afford to go to the gym? And I'd been toying with this idea for a long time and then started doing some searching, some market research and I'm like, there's one right in my backyard. So I reached out in 20BN and and, and the rest is history. So it's been great since I've joined. And then uh, in terms of my role within the company, uh, we really have two avenues for for our sales. We have the app, which uh, um, you know we can we can talk about a little bit more. The Fitness Ally app, which gives real time feedback. Um, I know that's kind of a buzzword now, but it actually sees you and interacts with you and can see okay, your knees are caving in. Do this, do that. So it's uh, really cool from that stance. But especially during the so that's our direct to consumer side. But then we also have our B two B side, and and that's a huge market right now because given the circumstances, so many people are stuck at home, and even though gyms are opening, they're scared to go, and the the whole industry is changing. So we're doing a lot of stuff with uh, helping gyms, helping corporate wellness, so people can stay active whether they're at home, whether they're on work trips. So that's where a lot of our energy has been. And that can be either through licensing our app or we've done a few cool deals where we like completely customize the avatar and uh, you know, the backend AI is the same and people can have their own branded experience with uh, with an avatar who actually interacts with you and creates programs and all that. So yeah, it's, it's an exciting, uh, very exciting uh, release and really exciting time as well.
0: So, so, uh, you know, I checked out the, uh, you know, fitness ally and, you know, it's, it's obviously watching what you're doing and, and critiquing you and, and counting the reps. So, you know, rolling from a technical standpoint, are you using, you know, the camera, are there any additional sensors? Is this like, you know, kind of like the, the, the 5g network that's proliferating now kind of, you know, this kind of sits nicely on top of that. To so talk, you know, give us a little technical review.
1: So the, the amazing thing about this is that it just uses a vanilla camera and it doesn't even be, need to be a good one. It can be a crappy webcam like the one that I'm using uh, here right now attached to my machine, or it can be your your phone, uh, whatever it is. And uh, the other good thing about it is, is it does not need a cloud server or a, a fast internet connection to work because everything can run on the device. And so when the avatar sees you and coaches you and and gives you advice. It's all happening right there on the device. There is no need to, you know, put on your nice workout gear or uh, try to look good in front of the camera because you might be afraid that it's going to be streamed over the internet and then everybody will be able to see it. Like it happens with a lot of smart speakers these days. Not that they see you, but they can hear you and can listen into conversations and stuff. So one of the design principles is, privacy is just baked into it and um, that has been possible only in the very few very recent years because the chips that power this kind of technology and that make the system see you and interact with you and remember you and all of that stuff they just haven't been around and uh, it's been around 2018 with the latest generation of iPhones and iPads that was launched at, at that time that the world has changed that way suddenly We've been facing a world where there is literally hundreds of millions of devices out there um, that can just do this stuff and, uh, and uh, provide that value for you. So I would say um, uh, chipsets, camera built into the device and so on, those are the tech requirements in order for this to work. And it's been quite a long time to get to a point where the world is ready for this. But that's also incidentally been one of the big challenges for us right, over the years. Uh, the tech, the, the ecosystem just hasn't been ready. Just like mm-hmm. DSL connections back in the day that needed to be there when you right. uh, wanted to deliver other kind of uh, value by our websites, etc.
0: So, so based on the, uh, the downloads that you have so far, or some of the, uh, you know, pilots that you've had, you know, what's some of the feedback that you're getting? Um, have you had, you know, Taylor on your side, have you had personal trainers say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm actually having my, my clients use this and I'm getting the feedback where you have people say, hey, you know, I used to go to the gym three days a week and now I'm working out six days a week by using the Fitness Ally, you know, from home. What, we'll, we'll give, Just give us some of the commentary and feedback you've gotten so far. Yeah, so
2: honestly, there, there's, as Roland was just saying, there's been some apprehension about you know, are we, should I use an avatar? Should I do this? And then I think when people, so far, everyone who's used it has been like, this is has exceeded expectations. So, I mean, during, I was doing Zoom calls, obviously when everything was shut down and and it's great, but you can't call people out the same. So, so far, um, you know, we do have our, our target market, but the people who have used the app and are continuing to use it, we've had quite a few success stories. I wasn't doing anything, you know, I gained the COVID-19, I, I just want to get back into doing something, I don't like running, and and people have really, really liked it. And it's interesting, because there's, you know, it, it's hard to convert people with strong opinions, but people who were really, there there was a, a gym in Toronto, and once they tried it, they're like, we, we want to keep talking, because they were kind of scared of the avatar at the beginning and that idea, and then it's just, once they see that it actually works the same way as a personal trainer they, they really like it and it's a good way right now to just sort of complement. We're not trying to replace personal trainers. We know that's still going to be a need, but why not get someone working out from home if they can? So yeah, it's been been very positive so far.
0: So so Roland, when you look at, um, you know, the mirror that that was acquired recently by, you know, Lululemon, which, you know, more is kind of like a glorified, you know, television screen effectively with some reflective, you know, um, material. Uh, and then I don't know if you guys know, there's a there's a group called Carbon Trainer that's out of Vancouver, you know, that's kind of a mirror and, and has some sensors built into it. Do you kind of view yourselves as, you know, if we could kind of take this technology and partner up with, with other groups that are going to the home, or do you feel like, um, you know, the, the app kind of stands on its own, um and just want to private label it obviously when you're running an entrepreneurial business and and i've done this several times probably too many times i don't want to admit you know like you can always pivot your business and you know you only have to convince either yourself or a couple people to to pivot and you kind of off the races so you know roland maybe yeah how how do you think about that or where do you see the biggest uh opportunity to focus on
1: you know, we are a software company that way. We provide this AI capability as software that now is running on iPhones and iPads. Uh, we have a version that's running on Android and we have an early version that can run on some smart TVs. We literally built the likes of smart mirrors of of, uh, what you just referred to in the past until around early 2019. And the reason was just the ecosystem problem that I mentioned before. There just wasn't hardware around. And so what we did was, it wasn't literally a mirror. We didn't have that reflective material. It was a smart screen. It was basically a kiosk with a camera built in and a compute, so-called GPU device built in so that it could run on the device and do its job right there. And, uh, and then the thing happened and the, the ecosystem opened up and we saw, wow, now we can deploy this onto phones. Beautiful. Let's just go all in on that. So we, we have been in this because we saw there is a shift in consumer behavior. I think this, this uh, Mira acquisition and all the other stuff that's going around is it's very logical right now. It's, uh, people are getting used to it. Right? Peloton was early, uh, like the, the, maybe the harbinger for that early mm-hmm. on. Um, it's a thing now. It's a, maybe COVID is accelerating it, but uh, but it's, it was a trend that was becoming evident already before. And so the way that we are positioning this from the business point of view is we're building an AI fitness coach that can run across a variety of devices. It is software and uh, it's a beautiful trainer that is unparalleled, that gets to know you and that works very, very well. And its hardware requirements are so lean that it can run on a smart TV, on a smart mirror, on another kind of smart mirror, on a phone, on another type of phone, on iOS, on Android, et cetera, et cetera. And that's really the way that we operate this. It's always Fitness Ally, and it's always our coach that greets you and works with you. But the deployment device, is it's agnostic to that. It doesn't really care much as long as there is a screen, camera, microphone, and speaker. That's a lot of needs.
0: So I think the, um, you know, what COVID definitely did was, you know, we, we did a business school class on our, our Halo Academy about uh, Peloton is the last class. And we kind of said, you know, is is COVID kind of a blessing or a curse for Peloton? Obviously from a valuation standpoint, you know, and, and inventory sales, it's been a blessing, but it also kind of awakened, you know, every other health club chain to say, Hey, I've actually got to invest and start thinking about my digital uh, you know, as an omni-channel provider. And I think the sentiment is, you know, look, I want to be able to, to provide, you know, live classes. I want to have a, a, an archive library. And I think, you know, probably to your benefit here over the next, you know, six to 12 months, and, you know, Taylor, your, your sales cycle will probably shrink down to what's more reasonable. Um, you know, I think you would have a lot of fitness operators that are going to say, hey, can I leapfrog? and get to this next step. And, you know, maybe I go to AI while, you know, some of these other health clubs are, you know, trying to fill up videos in their, you know, in, in their in their web library, you know, can I take the next step? So actually you might be in a great position now to say, hey, here's something that you know is the future. I'm actually delivering you the future. There's not much startup cost or setup that you need to, to do here. And, it's, and it actually could be a selling tool. You know, as well. So, just kind of anecdotal where I see the market going. You don't really have to convince your potential customers here, your large chains, that you know, hey, this is where it's going, and you know, don't be late again. Yeah, and it's it's uh, interesting. It's interesting you say that because I mean, the the
2: cliche kind of intro sales thing is you have to really believe in what you're selling and all that, and it's, it's exciting for me, both from the, the personal training fitness background, but it, it's exactly what you said and what Roland was touching on. Like even I've had, you know, some of these companies, mirror, tonal, the standard gyms, it's like, I really feel like we get, we can help them. You know, I think this is like you said, where it's going to be. And we're a bit ahead of the curve, which is a great place to be. And yes, it is a bit of a laggard industry, but that's changing, and i it's exciting to have these conversations and, and get people to realize, like, this is actually a great value, a great service for your organizations. It's not just, you know, I'm out there selling another XYZ fitness thing. It's like, no, this is the way of the future, and this is going to, you know, blow whatever in whatever way it is. This is going to really help your organization. And uh, the timing also worked out for us, and, yeah, it's been – it's it's amazing. I love it.
0: Is, is there a um, is there a client that you could either tell us about now, or maybe you know tell us about in the future, where you've got a successful private label, you know, name brand that, that's doing this, or even just a local club or, or studio? Because I think you know the industry from a software standpoint, at least, from what I've learned, is it's kind of, there's kind of a snowball effect where you get a couple of names and they say, okay, they've kind of validated your product or your service, pretty much in any, you know, vendor or service to the health club and fitness industry, it's much more of a word of mouth and say, okay, my friend did that. He must have diligence did. He tells me what he's making money from, how it's working. And then, you know, it kind of becomes an exponential sales cycle from there. Um, So, uh, you know, where are you on that front Taylor? And, you know, or, or when you're ready, we could do like a Wolf Blitz or CNN breaking news on something like that. Yeah so
2: uh, we do have have a few good ones in uh, in the works, both completed and not. I don't fully know the terms right now and I've I looked quickly before this. I know we're not supposed to specifically name names so sure. I will let I will turn that over to Roland but I would love to do a follow-up too. If Roland knows more of the details of those he can definitely uh, share some names.
1: We're live with several uh, very very large tech companies um, that are using this as an employee benefit right now. Um, we're also live with Jim uh, pass that uh, platform oh, that,
0: okay we like those else. guys yeah we like um, those guys a lot
1: I'm sure you do uh, because they're great and uh, and they have a uh, a benefits program that you probably know of yep. um, that is uh, a beautiful program and and we're very proud to be to be onboarded uh, to that program um, In the past, we did a lot of licensing engagements at the early stages of the company when there wasn't this hardware around and you just couldn't deliver this um, directly on a device and directly to a consumer so that B2B really becomes B2B2C, which it now is. Um, It was some classic B2B with um, a variety of of very large uh, companies, also a very large US tech company that used this for gesture recognition and uh, a couple of automotives, including BMW and so on, that basically use the tech stack in order to enable human computer interaction where you can look at each other and uh, have your companion around that can see mm-hmm. that you're waving and, and whatnot. Um, just, just a couple of, of proof points. We have some very exciting things to come out and uh, I encourage you to stay tuned and follow up on our website.
0: Great. Okay, so uh, in closing here, um, you guys have any uh, quotes that, uh, you know, you live by or that, uh, that roll in your, uh, your team and developers, you know, typically hear you say or, you know, as you go through these development cycles, you know, kind of rings true in your mind?
1: Persevere, 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 <laughs> you know, the, the, the best way to learn from mistakes is making them. And uh, you've got to iterate <laughs> again, iterate, 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 try again, uh, pivot, try things. And all, all along the way, just persevere. I think that's a hard-learned lesson over the years. And uh, I think I caught, sort of learned it by now.
0: Great. That's good. And Taylor, how about you?
2: So I have, uh, again, with the cliches, uh, a very cliche one. My favorite is this too shall pass. Um, (laughs) I, it, it means a lot to me, especially in this kind of environment because things are changing so fast. So it's, uh, for me, it's, it's double-sided. This too shall pass. If you're going through rough times, you know, it'll pass, but also like seize the moment, right? This is, uh, times are changing and it's, it's not going to be like this forever. So you can either embrace the change or you can kind of let it embrace you. So that's always been something that's, uh, resonated with me for a number of reasons. And I think it, it definitely applies to to my passion and fitness and with,
0: with startups and
2: entrepreneurship just in general.
0: Great. Yeah. I, uh, I tell people, uh, rolling over the last five months, uh, I've become a certified entrepreneurial therapist. So I'm, I'm ready to get back into the real world and just say like, Hey, this, uh, this halftime on the soccer pitch, like, all right, I'm ready to get back on the field. Let's get rolling again. So, um, Look, I'm glad uh, that we we're able to connect here. Look forward to getting this uh, video podcast out and audio to the industry. And then, Taylor, let's talk about you know trying to get some accounts set up and rebrand some avatars to uh, to our clients and make sure we're getting people the results that they deserve. Because um, you know when you take a look at this COVID, not to go on a soapbox, but the most people that, that get severely ill or, or unfortunately die from this are people that are overweight, that have... You know hypertension issues and then just don't take care of themselves. So, you know, if, if an avatar can help them get their immunity system, you know, where it needs to be, then, you know, we save lives in the process. So appreciate what you guys are doing. Glad we met. Keep persevering and we will uh, check in with you guys soon. Thanks. Thank you so much for having
1: us. Awesome. Thanks. Awesome.
0: Thanks, bud. as we continue to build our Halo Talks email notification database, want to offer you a free $10 instant gift card from our friends at Promotion Vault. Also to show you how easy it is to offer your members and prospects and clients the ability to get desired actions out of them and reward them in real time, go to halotalks.com, put your email address into the pop-up box, see how it works, get a free $10 gift card from us. And uh, keep listening and making everybody great.